Welcome to The Pulse, headline news. Thank you all for joining us all around the world. Let's start off with some music today, then we'll get rolling into the show. Enjoy, everybody. Let's do this. Bienvenido a las noticias de titulares de Pulso. Gracias por ser parte de la familia Pulso. Where the supermarket used to stand Before that they put up a bowling alley On the site that used to be the local pally That's where the big bands used to come and play My sister went there on a Saturday Come dancing All our boy friends used to come and go Why not come dancing It's only natural Another Saturday, another date She would be ready but she'd always make him wait In the hallway in anticipation He didn't know the night would end up in frustration He'd end up blowing all his wages for the week Or for a cuddle and a peck on the cheek Come dancing That's how they did it when I was just a kid And when they said come dancing My sister always did should have come in at midnight and my mom would always sit up and wait it always ended up in a big row when my sister used to get home late out of my window i could see them in the moonlight two silhouettes saying good night by the garden gate the day they knocked down the party my sister stood and cried The day they knocked down the party One of my children died Just died My sister's married and she lives on an estate Her daughters go out now and her turn to wait She knows they get away with things she never could But if I asked her, I wonder if she would Come dancing Come on sister, have yourself a bone Don't be afraid to come dancing It's only natural Saturday, and all your friends would come dancing while the big band used to play. 
at the Clear Sky Lodge. This show brought to you in part by the great people at Clear Sky Lodge, where the steaks are the best in Alaska. Don't forget Wednesday food specials and pool tournaments on Friday nights at 7.30. Clear Sky Lodge, located at milepost 280 Parks Highway, Anderson, Alaska. Open seven days a week, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. Give them a call at 907-582-2251. Tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you. Today, I want to talk to you about truth. Can you handle the truth? The truth is that God is great, beer is good, and the United States of America is star-spangled awesome. The truth is that we are going to have to get some new conspiracy theories because all the old ones came true. The truth is that Americans aren't perfect, but the other side is crazy. By the way, to me, kale tastes like I'd rather be fat. The truth is, I do not hate anyone. So I say this gently, the Biden administration sucks. All right, everybody, welcome to The Pulse Headline News. (laughs) Today is Thursday, July 13th. We're ready to do it here. Doc, welcome, crazy lady, Miss Dixie, Eric the Podfather, Paul the Big Guns in the room as well, along with Shane the Bald Guy. I just send invites out. Uh, afternoon, everybody. Guy, it's uh, gorgeous here right now. 66 degrees, got a high of 74 today. Gonna cool down tomorrow. Get us a little bit of sprinkle of rain, so I get a I get to finish up uh, packing up for the trip today. And uh, that way I don't have to do it out in the rain tomorrow. Karate Jane, welcome as well. Uh, Good morning, Scott. How are you, man? I'm doing fine. (laughs) What are you talking from across the room? (laughs) No, I'm right here. Oh, now you're on it. (laughs) Agnostic, welcome to the show as well. Hey, Jane. Yeah, Jane's in the house. You know what? Jane's got a birthday coming up Sunday. You know, I I got I believe me, I didn't Shane. I did not forget the eggs. I actually uh we went I went and got them last night and ended up putting them in last night, so I did not uh I did not forget. I thought I was going to. Susie wouldn't let me though. Susie, welcome to the show as well. Um yeah, I'm gonna get get my uh get my packing on. Uh, finish this thing up so I could kind of cruise through tomorrow, you know. That's it. Uh, Jane is the big birthday girl on Sunday. So, Jane, uh, we're going to wish you a happy birthday right now and tomorrow all the way through to the weekend, and hopefully we catch up with you over the weekend. I know Miss Hanny J's planning on throwing out a show and uh, that you're going to be a part of. And, uh, you know, happy birthday, girl. Ah, let's see here. Uh, Shane, I want to thank you for the gifts earlier that you put out there as well. Thank you, brother. We appreciate that. Uh, along with Miss Susie. Thank you, dear. Um, I tell you what, man, I, I am so pumped, Scott, about going on the road and just getting some time out there. You know that I'm, I'm really ready for a little bit of vacation. Been too long, man. Been too long. Uh, by the way, that reminds me, Scott. Tomorrow we got to uh, we got to do some sound testing as I break some of the studio down and set it up so it's remote. 
when you think think we'll be able to get some time in to do that sure sure <laughs> don't get too excited <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you're so excited man you're just typing away look at look at how excited you are this morning you're you're like you're like full of it well you're full of it anyway you know Scott. All right. Uh, you know what? It's uh, yeah, something really special today, Scott. You know what? You know what today what is? That? It's International Pet Rock Day. How's your pet rock doing? I know you've had pet rocks in the past, so that's why I'm asking. No, I've, I actually never have. <laughs> you never had a pet rock? Come on, man. <laughs> uh yeah it's international rock day so get your rock on pet rock day uh but see here is the perfect one for you july 13th is embrace your geekness day what do you think you think that's you i'm doing that right now uh, you're geeking <laughs> out are you totally geeking out right now yeah yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at Shane. He says my rock needs watering. <laughs> oh man. Uh we could we could just skip it. Yeah, Doc says throw it. <laughs> Pet Rock Day. Yeah. Uh let's see here. Uh oh on Sesame Street. That's right. Pet Rock Day. Uh, Rocco. Good old Rocco. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I think we ought to get this thing rolling. What do you think? It, it kind of feels weird starting an hour later. Are we starting an hour later tomorrow, by the way? Or uh, same bat time, same bat channel? What, tomorrow? Yeah. No, we'll do normal time from now on. Okay. All right. I just checking. I figured I'd get ahead of it while we are. All righty. Uh, you ready to do some news? Um. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. All right. As I stir my coffee here. All right, let's do it. What do you got? Um, so we have uh this so all the news I have today is breaking news first off. Okay. All right. The first one I have is this study that was done by scientists at Harvard. Uh, mm -hmm. they have uh published uh the first article about a chemical approach to reprogramming cells. What? I read into this a little bit because I, I was okay, like, okay, this is interesting. Okay. Um, so, and they're going to read, they know how to reprogram a cell to be a younger version of itself. So what does that mean? Okay. So if we're going to break it down, yeah, the goal line is for you to take a pill okay and your cells regenerate back you're shitting me so it's basically yeah. a younger pill yeah you got to be kidding now, me. the fountain fountain of youth pill samuel welcome to the show yeah but i i don't know if you know biology will take kindly to it and also too this has this isn't new right but when they've done this in the past they just f figured out different ways to create cancer mm. 
So, okay. so just to kind of give you an idea on how iffy this is. Um, Good morning, Torres. I looked, I reviewed, hey, Torres. I reviewed um, the articles and the publishing of this. And okay. what I'll tell you is that it's all done with uh, mice at the moment. Okay. And one of the most creepiest ones is to, in the study, they had to first figure out how to make, how to accelerate age, right? Yeah. So they've got these two mice that are like two months old. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're born together. Right. Right. And the study to try to figure out how to get something to age. Um, they have a two month old, uh, mouse that is covered in gray hair with cataracts on it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it was actually a fairly interesting article. Now, now this is the thing. I, I think these types of extreme modifications that we see out there, these, this is very dangerous stuff. Right. But as I'm reading through the article, there's some positive, there's, there could be some positive approaches to this. One of them okay. is, is how about if you're able to chemically treat a donor organ? Oh, regenerate it, basically? Just get it back to, to you know, you know, it's like almost like you're doing a PM, like you're changing the oil on it, right? Right, right. Right? So, um, and then and then you could do that process as you're doing your transplants. So yeah. that's where I kind of, but of course, you know how this is going to be abused. This is going to be abused in the aesthetics community. They're going to try to get a hold of this stuff, man, because they're already, they, 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 uh, take your blood out. Right. Yeah. And they, they, uh, generate it into plasma and they re-inject you with that plasma. Um, they use, uh, fetal tissue, especially right. like, uh, male, male genitalia, uh, tissue. Uh, to inject into their faces uh, in that industry. Um, it's always something that just has been going on for a very long time. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and the thing is, does that work? Because I've, I know people who've had that work done. Right. 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 And you know, uh, people in that industry on top of a it. lot of people in that industry. Um, right. I know, I know people who are selling that stuff and using that stuff. So, you know, yeah. and it's, and it's, uh, it's funny to see that the personal opinions of the people who sell and administer compared to the people who are getting it, it's completely different mindsets there. Um, so it's a little scary at times. Yeah. They're out there pushing it, but they sure as hell don't want it. What I'll, what I'll tell you is, uh, okay. we'll just, we'll just say, okay, just say if you go get a standard, um, Botox treatment. Right. Okay. Are, um, and you, you, you're a man, right? You've got, you got your four, your forehead wrinkles and maybe some crow, crow feet going on. Maybe yeah. you've got smile lines, you know, maybe you've got, uh, the, the marks around your cheeks. You're losing fat in your cheeks as you age. 
right? Yeah. So, um, so you get uh, filler or Botox, and they go in and they just hit those spots. Well, that's that that's not like a one time thing. That just fades away. Right. And the one thing I'll tell you about spending thousands of dollars so you can have a baby pe- penis injected into your face. <laughs> I don't want baby. Um, in my face it's it does the it does the same thing yeah and and you know they it's like creams right that that's creams yeah so you rub the baby penis cream all over your face and you just kind of like hope that or you imagine that you look better so i don't know I, i i i'm a little different with that i take i take growing older as a badge of honor Right. I know it's kind of it's kind of weird to say it that way. Uh Mr. T, welcome brother. Good to see you. Um I take aging as like I said, a badge of honor. But it's in you in know? our society we have a lot of of stuff that says the opposite. I know. I know. People are um, always and, and it's a, it's it's unfortunate because I can tell you there's nothing more beautiful about a woman who just believes that she's beautiful. Right. Exactly. So, so the whole idea that I've been (laughs) intimate in that industry and I've seen things like that, I can just, I can just tell you that, uh, nothing, uh, nothing comes above confidence and, and it doesn't matter who you are. And, and society says that that's easier on men because let's be fair treat younger men like garbage a lot of times and older, older men, those badges of age, uh, they, they, they usually are like, okay, there's a, uh, points of confidence, right. Points of confidence of, of, you know, some, somebody who's more of a, you know, substantial in life. Um, and it's not always the same. Like we have these there, there, those are the problems with sometimes our gender stereotypes, right? Yeah, no, I get it. I, but I, totally I can I can tell you if you're ever in a room with anybody, wherever you work, where your your friends are, you'll notice that it doesn't necessarily imagine uh, uh, or it it doesn't it doesn't really have to do with the idea on how how attractive people are when right. their personality either kills it or sends it over the top. Right. Exactly. Like Mr. a, a. whole a. different degree. Yeah. So. You know, because you could be the hottest lady on earth walking down the street and you just have a poor piss attitude and you just yeah. act like it's yeah. just garbage. It just shoves it right. In the yeah. Train. You're just like, you like avoid yeah. it. Like it's a plague. Like, oh, uh, it's like, it's like scary. Yeah. It's almost like I, I almost have the same reaction if I thought someone was going to mug me. You know, yeah. Like, oh, no, get away. Get <laughs> now, with that, that, that being said, you know, like this regenerating of cells basically are trying to, you know, find the fountain of youth. I I kind of agree with what Agnostic said in his in his comments earlier. He said, just like a computer, when you roll it back to an older version, shit can stop working. I mean, <laughs> you think about that. I mean, it's actually pretty funny. Like, Agnostic, uh, yeah. you get props for that one, brother. Uh, GP, welcome to the show as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, there, you know, there there's probably there's so much like like topic matter that you could possibly have on on it yeah. on all of this like like yeah. what if you take it and it just has effects of 
uh, adolescence. Right. right. What if it right? jumps like, back into puberty or some shit and you're you're walking around with a stiffy chasing anything that moves? I mean, right. who knows? You know, I'm like, just you know, it's just like you know, it's like uh it's like yeah. people who take steroids affects them that way. And right, and right. they they're they're overly horny and aggressive all the time, and at the same time their their penis is shrinking. Right, exactly. So yeah. which is like Wow, what a waste of effort! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, like a, a nice side of that nice, like you know, side effect, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, no, what's the point of, of it all? About that, yeah. So, how far have they they've gone through testing in this? Right, they're going through testing right now. You said one of the my my said right uh, it's here. it's it sort it's been it's been approved um, at the level not like you know approval for use but it's been approved at the level that they're going past human trials yeah lab i don't know if they're quite there yet but yeah um but it's a it's a thing this this is this is new this is harvard medical school this isn't like you know this isn't pfizer right right this isn't (laughs) like a pharmaceutical company this is harvard medical school so yeah, of course they're going to be pushing it. But. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that's a, a, I don't know. It's kind of playing with things that are dangerous. I look at it, you know. I do too. I, do too. I, I get the heebie-jeebies. I, um, I do too. I mean, they're right. going back to cloning shit again. So who knows? You know what I mean? I mean, I, I just think about that and I'm like, you know, did you ever see that that thing where they're cloning pets in Japan? Yeah, but they've been doing that for a long time. I know, but they're actually pushing it now heavy. Uh, that if yeah, but you... they were pushing it heavy 20 years ago. Were they? Yeah, I yeah well, you it. should you should see the, the dogs that they were making like 20 years ago in China, the absolute like nightmares. Really? Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I've actually seen ads for it. Is your pet getting... Because a lot of that stuff has been... You're going to lose your pet. Send us a uh, blah 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 DNA ten thousand uh, dollars will clone you another dog. I'm like, yeah, but shit. That's serious stuff. That's what they're God, doing. What was there. that old old movie? Which one? Like Night of the Living Dead or something? Was it? It was Pet Cemetery. Oh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, Where- Stephen King. Where at a at a desperation he, he buries yeah, buries his child. Oh yeah, yeah, and it came back like all freaky. Yeah, that's a, that's a, what I think about some of this crap, man. It's just not natural. It's just not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we could go into theology or anything like that, but you know what? We're we're just at that point to where, you know, age is going to hit us one way or the other. We're all going to end, you know, our clock's going to run out eventually, you know? I mean, that's, and them playing with this kind of shit is just spooky. You know, think about, right. think about that story that we broke the other day, Scott. Okay. Um, about those, those, uh, the humanoids, they literally called them humanoids, right? Those AI humanoids. Right. Okay. I mean, those things are freaky looking. 
I don't know. I, I don't know if anyone got to see those clips or not, but the one that's talking with the facial expressions and shit on it, it's just freaking weird. And then the one that looked like Stephen King wearing all black with black hair, you know, I mean, it's just some freaky shit, man. You know, that was, that's what, what was the headline? A group of nine humanoid robots answered questions from reporters at a pro AI, uh, UN summit. And even the voices sounded kind of funky. You know what I mean? Right. Um, <laughs> Susie, thank you. <laughs> Susie put out there, they won't clone you. <laughs> the mold broke after you. Either that or I broke the mold, one or the other. Uh, there's other other chats in there. Um, uh, Agnostic put out there, concern of reverse aging on the brain. You are looking at messing with stuff that is very intricacy uh, intertwined. You're right. You know, um, you could have possible issues with memory, emotional, you know, I mean, just thinking that having a normal thought couldn't even be there, you know, I mean, it is, it's spooky. It really is Uh spirit talk. Welcome to the show. Well, well, I, I, I believe that DNA isn't soul. I, it's what makes us up. Right. right? If DNA you know, it's, it's not like you can you know, if you build a computer, right. Cause yeah. that's pretty technical, right. That's pretty deep. Thank you, brother. Good to In see you. Scientific engineering, the level amount of things that go into making a computer work. If you think about it, a computer is a natural resource, right? It is stuff that is harvested and put together in a certain way, a very yeah. complex way and turns into a computer, right? right? Well, you can't just build the actual computer and then just stare at it and wait for it to like do something. Right. No. Again, that, it has well, to be what they're doing has right to now. Be program. You need software, you need firmware. You, you, you have need, to have a base, correct? You need where, right? So there's no there's no soul in in uh in coding. Right. Right? So your DNA says how your body works it doesn't say anything about how your spirit how your spirit expresses itself right so how you so you could, yourself, you, how you, you could make a dna version of brett but i could i you could just train it to be an absolute ass right and then you have bad brett and good brett yeah. or maybe good brett died now you have bad brett you know right <laughs> Doc put out there Frankenstein stuff. Yeah. Right. It may look, uh, Susie put out there, you know, it will look like it, but not the same personality. I believe that too. Rico, welcome to the show. You know, I, I, I think about this and you know what? And Susie's right. Playing God isn't right. I, I, I fully with you on that. Uh, uh, I actually agnostics put out, check out the movie, the turning test. I actually know that one. Um, every time I think of this AI stuff, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm, I'm talking about these humanoids. I, I still go back to that movie, you know, Megan, how freaky it is and how it moved and how it acted. And now after seeing this clip yesterday, Scott, that's like real now. It's not a joke. No, you no, know, like, like, it's, you know, like they say, you need to get a new conspiracy. 
Right, right. Uh, listen to this. I, I'm going to play that clip again real quick. This is from, uh, I broke this yesterday. Uh, a group of nine humanoid robots answered questions from reporters at a pro-AI UN summit in Geneva. Let me play this. I, I want you to hear what this sounds like. I think my great moment will be when people realize that robots like me can be used to help improve our lives and make the world a better place. Humanoid robots held a press conference at the UN AI for Good Global Summit in Geneva. Nine robots participated in a Q&A session with journalists. AI Da, whose creator claims as the first ultra-realistic robot artist, was asked about AI regulation. Many prominent voices in the world of AI are suggesting some forms of AI should be regulated, and I agree. Desdemona, known as the rock star robot of the Jam Galaxy Band, had a different point of view. I don't believe in limitations, only opportunities. Let's explore the possibilities of the universe and make this world our playground. The event was held to highlight how technology can help the UN Sustainable Development Goals. Now think about that, Scott. I know. I, I okay. just keep thinking the about the, the, you know, the bad girl robot. Like, oh yeah. The, the, I, I think the that's going to, yeah, it's yeah. Just, she's totally going to not work out well. All right. Someone's going to, someone's going to find her in the corner of like in the bathroom it's of a dance club, like robot crying. Yeah. That, that's what's going to end up happening to her. I mean, uh, dude, it's just <laughs> freaky. They're literally asking these, these humanoids questions and they're answering them from their own data banks, their own thinking. Right. Is it just me or does that freak you the hell out? It, it, it doesn't, but it's, I've spent a lot of pondering time. Yeah. Like accepting that and just thinking about how all other things, you know, you got IOT stuff. So yeah. IOT, I mean, we're already, we're already building processors into everything that's around us. So our entire lives can be automated right. and we're, we're doing it voluntarily. Yeah. So I, I, I don't care for it. I rather spend the exhausting moments in life yeah. contemplating and thinking for myself on super simple things. I don't think, I don't think it's important that my refrigerator lets me know, you know <laughs> that you're I'm out of milk. Of, I'm out of milk. Yeah. I, I don't. <laughs> and what's that? Rico Rock says, you guys are missing one thing. Uh, I, I, I was just thinking about that. What was the movie? Uh, we only destroy things and have fleshly desires. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, no, it's a, I, it's a this, human nature is uh, we, we wake up, we're crying like a baby. Right. 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 We're, we're, we're bad. Like, yeah. I know this is a very controversial thing to talk about, but, but babies are, are bad. They're selfish. They just need. And once you start to care for them, then they turn, they, you, you start building their character. They start building right. a moral set. And yeah. then all of a sudden you have a fantastic child and you're, you're raising a strong individual, caring individual in the end. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's in my view, that's how that works. Now, other people say it's the opposite. They say that babies are born good. They're the only good thing in the world. I, yeah. I, I, I don't 
I don't think you can naturally learn good. I just don't believe that. And I know a lot of people will probably disagree with me on that. That's fine. Um, as long as we know that each other can be good, then we, then we, then we'll meet in the middle. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. I, I mean, you say that I, it is, it's a desire to grow up and it's, it's how you uh, instill. Yeah. Agnostic just uh, evolution instills good into people. It, it's, it's so I, I don't believe that. I think evolution and, and uh, the natural world destroys and eats. I do too. I, I think that it does. It swallows you up. Um, and, it, and, it and, and, and home, I starts with growing up. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and those two, those two theories, they're not very far apart from each other. If you, right. really, if you, if you get, yeah, they, they, they hang on. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're like, right. Right. Butting yeah. up against each other. So there's not really a, I mean, you could, you could, you could argue on how to get to point point a right yeah but all roads still lead to it so it does it does um uh, the uh agnostic put out there also did you see the article about the guy who asked chat gtp or gpt how to he could help it escape into the internet we we actually talked about that matter of fact we talked about um who was it uh, a couple weeks ago they've already they've already started gathering all google uh, already started pulling all your information, everything you've done, you know, from keystrokes to this, to that. And yeah, everything. for their, for their, uh, yeah, yeah, for, for, for their AI database right. is how right. they're, they're doing that. Yeah, nothing so. you have is safe. So if you use Google or, you know, anything like that, it's already gone. So, it's yeah. So, gone. and, and, and yeah. I, I put out some really stupid, stupid examples, but think about this a nurse sends you an email that your child was sick and Google has that. Right. Like yeah. down to the most personal, they know when you're going to an appointment. <laughs> Correct. If you use Google pay, Thank right, you, they yeah, know what you exactly, bought, exactly right. what you bought. And that was the point of Google pay to begin with. That was not meant to make transactions easier. They no, wanted it was, it to was use algorithms the, to see yep. what you're buying. Yeah, they wanted to know everything you're doing in life so they right. could figure out what they could charge advertisers. Right. Straight up. Straight up. A lot of people don't know that. That's that's how they threw that out. Oh, Shep. that's hilarious, Rico. That's that's my email address too. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny <laughs> actually i just started a website called that like yesterday yeah don't even talk about websites i'm sure shane will jump in in a minute chinese it's the chinese <laughs> shopping website actually that i just started yeah agnostic put out there if you use smartphones someone has information on you in great detail you can't right. avoid it well we know that for a fact that's not even conspiracy theory anymore. I, I watch this a dump. I mean, I, come on, man. I, I watch I this guy's, uh, way. Hey, I watch this guy's, I watch this guy's presentation on how yeah. he, he built and configured a smartphone that had zero tracking on it. Yeah. Like it took him like six months of research to even get it started. Really? <laughs> like, 
basically he did use Android, which was, it was kind of, I thought was kind of interesting. So use Android yeah. and recoded it to only take open, open apps, right? Open architecture apps that right. were all uh, Linux based. Okay. So basically he had a Linux phone in the end because yeah. Android is at the bottom of it all. It's, it's Linux coding uh, or derivative of. So, yeah, but just the idea that it took him six months to figure out the code on that development right. And, right. and finally got it to work. And then, you know, it was like he even said, like, the moment I made my first untracked phone call was like well over six months or right. my first text message that no one could track. But I started to realize that every time you make a phone call or a text message, it's still being tracked on the other end. That's exactly right. <laughs> so no, the I, way I you know. have to do it is everybody has to be yeah. on the same page as you. Right. All right. So I, I we probably need to move on. We've got tons okay. of news. Great conversation, um, though. Great conversation. Yeah. Great engagement in the chat. Thank you guys all for being participating in this. Um, uh, it's just it's amazing. Uh, some of the stuff that's happening out there and a lot of it's not even out there. We don't even, you know, we just scratch the surface on some of this crap. But it's funny how you say that, how how Google built that. You know, we know why they built it. They built it for the algorithms to know how they could charge, how they could do this, you know, send you ads on crap and everything else, you know. Right, right. And, and a lot of people think, oh, like Google's within the government and they're doing all this like big brother stuff. Um, they're money. It's money grabbing. Like if they found out Big Brother paid them enough, right. but they're getting way more money from private corporation as customers, as customers, as legit customers, right. as like contract signed. So, yeah. so it's not they're they're not as bad of the Big Brother nightmare that I think people think they are, but they're capable of it, right? And that's right. where. That's where people, you know, are always right about those consp conspiracy theories. Apple right. is definitely capable of it. Google is definitely our, what's the parent company? Why am I not thinking of it? Somebody no, will throw uh, it out there. But yeah, the parent company, uh, Alphabet. Alphabet? Yeah. Alphabet? Alphabet. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, GP says he's saving up to get a robot wife. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, yeah, I mean. <laughs> Cool. I'll have to I'll have to send you GP I'll I'll throw it in the Discord that 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 creepy video. You have of, like uh, Indian burns all over your body. Oh. <laughs> yeah, watch it just look at you at the, in the middle of the night and just say just go to sleep. <laughs> uh, talk about creepy man, you know. Um I'll have to put that out. I'll put it out in Discord that uh, that clip of the the AI robots doing the the questions out there. Um, yeah, I, I know. Uh, it's uh, okay. Uh, Agnostic put out there great comment. Uh, honestly, I've just learned to embrace it. So long as it adds value and efficiency to my life, it's way too much effort to avoid it anymore. I I have to agree with you because you know what we are. We live in a society now to where we are dependent on this crap. We really are. We would be we would be unhappy and basically. I um, don't know if we're dependent on that. 
Well, we're not dependent we're on dependent that. Dependent on technology. I don't know technology. if we're dependent on AI at yeah. all. Not on AI. I'm just talking about technology based. But it's gonna it's literally gonna wipe, like I said. I've said this like this is like third time I've said this on this show in the last like couple months. It's literally gonna wipe middle management off the Ouch. map for employment. Absolutely. Absolutely yeah. gone. If you have a job title that says uh analyst, um uh consultant, uh it's by it's gone. Yeah, you're probably gonna be gone. Um, anything like that. If and the thing that it's gonna catch up to. So why would you need a junior developer? And then you're gonna be, why do you need a senior developer? Pretty soon right. you're, you're gonna need is development managers that all they do is just monitor AI engine. Yeah. To build programs. That's exactly right. And you're going to well, have people who do more of like troubleshooting, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Senior, senior developer. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. That's what yeah. it would be on top of, on top of, on top. And then, and then why would you learn? Why would you go to school like eight years? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, four years, sorry, four years. Why would you go to school for four years to become a software developer when there's an AI engine that already can do it better than you? Right. I don't well, know the answer to that. Uh, it, it'll come. I mean, we'll, we'll shuffle it out, right? We'll shuffle yeah. it out. We'll figure it out. But these people are going to end up just being checkers. They're just yeah. going to be, which is, in a strange way, we'll go revert back to the jobs that I said would be eliminated. We're going to eliminate all the analysts. Right. Developers are going to be the kings. Then the yeah. developers are going to start to be approached. And then the analysts are going to have to take care of the developers. Yeah. Because now all you're doing is you're maintaining equipment. Yeah. You, and, and what will never go away is service to your society. Correct. So always remember that your community will always need something for you to help. Yes. So those jobs will never be affected by AI. Right. Ever. Well, we think about the technology that, that is just snuck in and taking over jobs okay literally okay let's let's talk about this you know i hate these things i've worked with them i've developed them i've worked in labs with them self-checkouts right think about it okay it came across like a storm right for when they first came out what we have you there may have been you know four of them in a walmart four or six you know, when they started using self-checkouts. Now you go into a Walmart that's been remodded and there's basically four human checkout lanes and the rest, there's up to 30 self-checkouts in there, right? We've seen it, you and I have seen it in the banking industry, which didn't work out too well. I must admit on the banking side, remember- It's coming back. I, it's, yeah. it's, it's coming back out of necessity as a default necessity. Um, yeah. I don't know if it'll work again, but it no. is coming back. Yeah. Okay. Well, so what banks yeah, are trying to do is, is they're trying to enter. Banks are trying to enter in markets where they have no employ, uh, no employment. Right. 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 So what they're doing is they're taking service providers and they're building virtual banks. Uh, right. People have tried this before. What was the bank that was doing Jeez. the uh, the cafe? Oh yeah, uh, Capital. It was One. a coffee shop. Yeah, Capital One. Capital One was doing that. Yeah. 
So you go in, it's like, it's like Starbucks. Right. But you can also do your banking. You and I worked on the first How unfun is that? Right. Exactly. This is so unfun. (laughs) So miserable. Like. You and I worked on the first chase that was basically all I'd had was a branch manager in it. Didn't even have a teller. It was all ITMs. Yeah. And like, I remember that one branch where it's just like, they just like boarded everything up. They like boarded right. the teller window. Like it was just like miserable in there. Yeah, it was. Like, it looked like this a, about, like this a is supposed to be, yeah, yeah this is supposed to be exciting. This is awful. Yeah, exactly. You walked in and there was like uh, six ITMs in there, interactive teller machines. Um, and it was like, it was weird, man. It was like so deathly quiet and weird and to watch people walk up to him and hit a button to talk to a teller that's you know two states away or whatever you know it was just it was just totally weird i mean well it didn't last very long but you did say it's coming back again they're trying yeah uh i'd say smaller banks are now taking their shot at it and they're they're using it as a way to expand their platforms yeah you know expand the regions go go into a new region right they'll go into a new region and they'll do everything virtual and they really won't have any uh, staff. Yeah. So, but yeah. Anyway, Jules O'Connor, welcome to the show. Uh, no, but it is, it's, it's going to be a change. I mean, like you said, they're going to try it out in smaller banks again. Maybe it'll take off. Maybe it won't, but we watched it kind of just, I mean, it, there was some excitement for it at first and then it just went and you know, it was like a deflating balloon. And uh, you're right. And I was thinking about it when we walked in, you know, when it was all boarded up and this and that, you know, how they closed off the teller windows and the drive throughs and this and that. It literally looked weird. It was just like a total different world that you're looking at in a bank, you know? Right. It, it was prison. Yeah, that's exactly what it looked like, you know, um, big time. Okay, let's move on. What else you got? Great conversation. Right, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and put this in the chat again since over over talked my uh, my my uh, thing here. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, news we haven't covered in a while, but it's got an all new low. The okay. Strategic Petroleum Reserve is now at its lowest level since August 1983. The Biden administration has depleted the SBR. I guess we'd call it that now. That sounds so cool. Oh, uh, yeah. The SPR. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, cool. Um, small penis reserve by 44% in the last, uh, in the past two years. Is Biden so, uh, president of that? 44%. <laughs> okay. Of the reserve has been depleted in two years. Over 20% a year, right? Yeah. Um, like there, there might, there's a little more than 20% of that. If we're going to, if we're going to go to the beginning of Biden's administration and we're going to say how much reserve he had, you look at this chart, everyone in the chat can see this chart. You realize that if he does this for one more year, it's pretty, it's, it's pretty much gone. Yeah. And so if he, I mean, yeah, he's already got another year. So by the time that he goes into, you go into the polling booth 
in November, one of the things you're going to be voting on is to put oil back in this or not. Right. Or to call a national emergency. That's interesting thinking right there. It's it's a fa- well. It let could me turn it, it into a so turmoil. You could, you could see what I'm I'm sending people, but yeah, um, like that's big. That's big news. I'm that, I'm not pulling oh, any punches there either. Yeah, look at look at those lines. Right. <laughs> oh wow. Minus two hundred and seventy-five million barrels over the last two years. That's absolutely crazy. When when was it established? Um, uh, Nineteen. I don't. I don't know when it was established. Either the late seventies or the early eighties, and they're I talking about the lowest since eighty-three. Jane, welcome to the show. Uh, I, this I mean, is we it. Could, we can look look it up when they when they started it. But um, it's not that much older than 1983. And in, so, so what we're saying here, 1977, right? Yeah. It's as low now as it was when they were building, right? Right. When they were making it a thing. It's actually less. It started out with 412,000 barrels. Yeah, it's not it's not quite that low, but it's right there. I mean, we're talking he's like three or four months away from the yeah. point when it was established. Right. So what an absolute nightmare. Oh man. Okay. Interesting. Right. We haven't well, brought that up just in a while, but it's yeah. just you know, I'm, I know you and I talked about it about a month ago or so was the last time we talked about it, but it could be playing into the hands of just basically, you know, bankruptcy. Who knows? You know, this could be, a, you know, this goes into conspiracy theories, but who knows? I, I mean, everyone, this whole administration, basically everything that's going on, it looks points to that they're trying to break America in that way. You know, from the shutdowns to this to that. I mean, we saw we lost so many, you know, small businesses. Uh, we lost. I mean, everything that basically kept America running was brought to a stop for two years. You know, I mean, look at the trucking industry. Look what we had the problem with the trucking industry, Scott. You and I were going through that like hardcore. What was going on, right? Um, yeah, it was kind of a, a, a topic that we, we, we'd like to discuss for a long time there. Right. I remember when I was flying to Alaska and I was, I was sending you pictures of the port of Los Angeles. Oh yeah, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> when they locked down the port of Los Angeles, humble dog. Welcome yeah. back. And, uh, I, and I got a bird's eye view of the disaster. Yeah. Coming to fly to me here in Alaska, coming to visit me and Susie. And he's flying over the port of Los Angeles. And there, what was there? A thousand plus container ships sitting out there. Just like. Right, right. It's almost, it looked fuel. like. So California looked like somebody just like left a, a donut on on the porch. And it <laughs> <and> attacked it. <laughs> right. It was just like, yeah. just all these little, little like trucking uh ships and everything just all scattered everywhere just all over the place it was like piled up and, 
Yeah. 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 Scott's got, Scott's messaging me from the plane. He goes, dude, you got to see this. He snaps a shot, gets a picture going out the window and sends it to me. It was brutal. Anna, welcome to the show here. <laughs> I'm, I, I think about that and it was, it was absolutely brutal what we went through and it put ourselves in a position to where we're not bouncing back. Yeah. And uh, we're just not. I mean, they could say whatever they want. Oh, yeah, inflation dropped down to 3% and blah, 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 and this and that. Bullshit. We're still at a standstill out there. Nothing is moving. You know, look what we've done. Okay. So, one thing that has turned around that I noticed, Scott, did you check uh, uh, airline prices lately? No. Okay. So, remember a couple of weeks ago, I was looking for. I was looking for flights, right? And they were up like 40%. It was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. Now they're up about 20% from what they were. But they stuck it to everyone. And of course, what happened? No one started flying. They started, but then again, the problems that they're having with airlines right now is such a big pain in the ass anyway. You know, but um, if anyone's had to fly, or get price flights or this or that. I mean, I was looking at, I was looking for three people round trip to Las Vegas was like almost $8,000. It was stupid. It was absolutely stupid. And on top of it, we get deals to uh, one thing. Alaska gets deals on one is to fly to Vegas. The other is to fly to Hawaii. Generally, you can, on a good day, you will find round trip tickets to Vegas for about 250 bucks to 300 bucks. You could go to Hawaii for that in the same. And right. watching what they did was absolutely crazy, dude. I think you even looked up flying Tucson to LA. You know, what was it? It used to be like 120 bucks round trip. You it's know, really you cheap. Get, yeah. Even if you, if you plan it like super ahead of time, sometimes you can get it. It's the cheapest place for, 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 from Tucson that you can go to period. The end right. is Los yeah. Angeles. It's like super, super cheap. And if you just, and if you have yeah. even less, even less yeah. sometimes if, if you can go on a Tuesday, six weeks from now. Yeah. 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 What the hell? You getting excited I'm, back there? Get, I know I'm getting hit up. Oh, okay. You don't you don't want to know about what? Oh, probably something not. Si something silly. Oh, <laughs> silly news. <laughs> uh, Agnostic put out gas is about three twenty uh, in Oklahoma right now. Three twenty a gallon. I think we were just talking about that yesterday, Scott. You guys were you're even for premium. I think you didn't you say you were about three forty nine there, roughly. Uh, premium. Um, premium was, yeah, like I, think I got a I got a discount for premium, and it was like three thirty nine. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's. I mean, we might see a two pop up if it continues to go. Right. Like with regular gas, there might, it's close. It's, I think, I think you get like 319 easily. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Doc put out a question. The question, do we 
risk our environment to drill for oil or get from or get it from you know who <laughs> basically i don't know we we've already we've talked about that about oil um well, yeah well like we, we uh we have a lot here we, we that's have not being utilized that there's nothing else to do with it except let it sit um, right so there's obviously pros and cons i don't want to get into all that but you know yeah i mean didn't we depict that alaska has enough to feed the country at one time no no, no. and there's a reason why that i would say no immediately and the, the reason okay. is is because it's it's not an option with our government. So right, exactly. We rather sell it to uh, overseas. You know, it's all good. <laughs> all right, what else you got there? Let's go ahead and move on to our next here. Um. Oh, let's see. So this is uh, Hollywood news. How uh, often do they do that? No, not very often. Yeah, most of it's crap. Anyway, so they are on the verge uh-huh. of a strike. Really? Another one. Yeah. Hollywood moves closer to its first industry wide shutdown in 63 years as TV and movie actors said contract talks with the studios have collapsed. Hmm. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I did see something, Mr. T, on the UPS strike, too. Uh, we haven't talked much about, I mean, there's UPS strikes, uh, last year here in Alaska, we watched a bus strike happen. That was kind of interesting to happen. Uh, Samuel, welcome to the show. Um, there's a lot of stuff when it, when it's right now, we we're finding ourselves in a spot to where logistic strikes that have to do with logistics, moving things, even people, it's like a common thing anymore. But uh, Hollywood, okay, uh, Scott, are they still having the writer's strike right now where the Writers Guild is off? Yeah, well, that's what, what this is about, but okay. but it's no. I don't think they ever went into strike. They just quit. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't think any of that happened. Really? None of that happened. This is the buildup. We're still in the buildup of it being a thing. Yeah. So, But now it's the... Uh, it's the act. They're all going to get together. It's going to be industry wide. So yeah. if they do go into strike, it's going to yeah. shut everything down, which didn't this, they said 63 years, but remember there was a strike. Maybe it was, Oh, it was just the writers when the yeah. writers was in the nineties, maybe roughly. Yeah. Maybe Early nine. 90s. Yeah. Something like that. Remember yeah. we we had partial seasons on TV? I remember that. Whatever year yeah. that was. We had we had like half seasons and some shows that just full on canceled. Right. Right. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, sorry. Uh they're not getting their their 18 million dollars a year to write scripts for uh you know, Gossip Girl or whatever. So they're just going to walk off. You know, makes perfect sense. I don't know. I was trying to think if we've seen some. Have we seen any blockbuster movies this year that have literally come out? That I mean, a lot of them were. Uh, Maverick was one, right? Which they held on for quite a few. You know, 
I mean, they held it back for a long time before they released it. Uh, what was another one that hit that's, uh, yeah, Avatar. That's another one, Avatar Way of Water. Uh, one that uh, basically kind of revived things in the Transformers world was the new Transformers. Um, you know, one and two was good. Everything else in between was kind of crap. And then uh, the latest one was actually really decent. So, I mean, uh, it's kind of, this isn't a year for movies, I could tell you that much. You know, I can't think of anything else off the top of my head that really, like, blew me away other than those three. Uh, yeah, we're, oh, you actually saw it, Shane, the new indie movie. I have not yet. Uh, so, but I would enter, I, I, I was kind of weird how, seeing that they threw out another indie movie like that. I mean, I was thinking that the last one that they did was the uh was the closer for it. Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, what else you got, Scott? Or do we need to take a quick break here? Yeah, let's uh go ahead and uh take a break. Um I'm going to go ahead and uh, why don't you open the lines and I'm going to probably see if I can make a phone call that I'm okay being bugged let about. me uh go ahead i think and take seven text messages right? might might deserve a phone call uh, that's a good possibility because i know where it's coming <laughs> from <laughs> all right first of all i want to thank you guys all for joining us here at the pulse headline news it's been a great morning here today uh what i'm going to do is i'm going to go ahead and uh we're going to roll into a commercial and a song and uh, we'll be right back. For all those that want to know, uh, all those new here, want to know more about the Pulse, you can check out our website at PulseAlaska.com. Uh, also, if you're new here, please hit that follow button. Give us some likes on the way through. We appreciate everything you do. And also, I want to give a big congratulations uh, at this point to Miss Dixie, who's here in our room. She was our fan of the month for June. Congratulations, Miss Dixie. And also, Shep's in here as well. He was our May fan of the month. We appreciate everything that you guys do for us here at The Pulse. And uh, yeah. We'll just go with from there. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick into a commercial here. And we're going to play a song and we will be right back. What do you guys think? Should we, uh, should we, let's, let's get a vote. Should we do a little moose lights right now? Or should we go into a little choo-choo? What do you think? First one that hits the chat, we'll start with that. How's that? Moose lights or choo-choo? Oh, we got a choo-choo coming on. Oh, 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 man. Chat is flying right now. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and uh, we're going to do a little moose lights. We'll start off with that one, go into a song, and then we'll be right back. Thank you all for hanging us with us here at The Pulse. Enjoy, everybody. This show brought to you by the awesome crew at Nana Repair your best friend on the Parks Highway. Now offering AMSOIL products and interstate batteries. Oil changes from $99, full synthetic up to five quarts. A flat got you down, need to deal with your wheels, and the Nano Repairs got you covered. Forging the last frontier, need your vehicle to turn night into day? Moose lights, the Nano Repair has them and installs them. Because in Alaska, if you can't see them, you can't miss them. For vehicle care that's fast and fair, head on down to Nana Repair. 304 Parks Highway, Nana, Alaska. 
Give them a call at 907-832-5800 and tell them your friends at The Pulse sent you.
This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot, Museum, and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you'll find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs. The Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail history and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For more information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Pulse Headline News. Uh, also to go along with the Nanana Depot this weekend, Saturday the 15th, happening uh, there this weekend is centennial of the completion of the Alaska Road and also the first flight from Fairbanks to Nanana. Uh, it's going to be a great thing. Uh, it's also going to include a street fair that's going on happening there. Uh, it's going to start at 9 a.m. with an opening of a time capsule that is 101 years old. Uh, going to be pretty cool. I got someone uh, getting some info on it because I will be gone for the weekend. But uh, it's going to be pretty cool. They're going to be opening a time capsule uh, commemoration of the first flight. They're going to unveil a uh, bridge monument and a plaque for it. Uh, they're going to do lunch out there as well. Uh, they also got a new gazebo in the uh in the uh city courtyard there so it's pretty cool they're going to do a ribbon cutting for it governor dunleavy is going to be there uh to do some speaking uh they're going to do a driving of a golden spike and then Eilson air force base is also going to be there they're going to do a flyover uh during the festivities as well so it's going to be pretty cool so if you guys are here in alaska if you're here on a bucket trip list or whatever check out uh that's happening at the centennial for the completion of the alaska railroad cool stuff happening on right now uh i'm gonna go ahead and open the lines up here and uh you guys are welcome to call in and uh come on up and join me and scott here on the panel russell welcome to the show by the way i changed our background i i got some notice of that already uh, this was another background. Uh, if you're looking at it on your phone, you'll be able to see it. And uh, uh, that is all thanks to Russell, King of Overnight Podcasting uh, with the Outside of Normal. Welcome, brother. Good to see you, man. I hope you're having a great day there. And uh, like I said, uh, let me do this now. Okay, I got the lines open here. Uh, it's going to probably be a minute or so unless Scott is back with us. I don't know if he's back or not yet. I'm here. Oh, you're here. Wow, look at you. Superstar. Got it all taken care of? No, I might still get a phone call coming in, but 
Okay. I'm, All I'm right. Done with my part. You're done with your part. <laughs> yeah. You feel really. special now. No, not really. Are you not really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel special. I, I I didn't get a cup of coffee, but you didn't. Uh, I'll drink mine for you. I feel better now. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm, I might do that. I might go get a okay. cup of coffee. Take you want to grab a cup of coffee? Sure. Okay. Go go ahead. Go ahead. You can you can uh, step away from the mic for a minute. Get a cup of coffee. Like I said, the lines are open here. You're welcome to call us. Uh, up here on the panel with myself and Tucson Scott as we finish up the news for today. Uh, <laughs> I see Shep out there. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, um, okay. So I, I do have, well, we'll go ahead and just go Thank continue you, with Dixie. the news, news here. Okay. Here, um, here. Uh, only if you sing this for me. Can you sing it? Come on. Do you know the song? That is. Oh, so pretty. Come on. And witty and gay. Come on. You know, my mom used to sing that song like constantly. Really? Yeah. And you didn't know it right off the bat? No, not not by the silly huh. orchestra. See, I see, I see uh, Shep right now. He's like swaying and singing it. If he's driving, you know, he's like head bobbing. <laughs> you go, Sheppy. <laughs> All right, agnostic. I caught your uh, your chat out there that you call with you get better reception you're always welcome here at the show by the way yeah there's Although, there's nothing being woken up like at seven o'clock in the morning on a saturday yeah to i to feel your, pretty to to your mom you know pushing around one of those loud old va- hoover vacuums singing that song <laughs> at the top of her lungs <laughs> oh man yeah the ones that sound like a d9 cat going through the living room yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. With the light, like the big, the big, the, yeah, the, the big, the, the big the Ford F one fifty headlight in the front. Yeah, yeah, the cat chaser light. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Our, our, my dog Annie May. She, uh, she, uh, she hates the vacuum. Thank you, Miss Susie. She, she hates the vacuum, right? So she'll bark at it and just go absolutely like ape shit after the after the vacuum and lately Susie goes she don't even care anymore she don't even care she's like okay whatever i don't know it's kind of changed uh let's see agnostic i uh i just sent you an invite here it looks like you tried calling in i may have missed it here unless you're uh oh you're up here with us welcome to the show uh how are you doing today <laughs> Up, oh, you're in the matrix, buddy. You you slipped into the matrix there. Let's try again. Hello. Go for it. Okay. Kind of. Can you hear me? Yeah, now yeah. we can. Now we can. <laughs> okay. I'll just put my phone on the dash. I said I'm working out in there you go. today, just trying to wrap up my day. So I'm doing all right. Uh, okay. Good. 
Good. Stay cool, man. Keep that fluids right. going. Yep, always. So uh, what what do you got? You got some contributions for us here? I, I know I saw a few things in the chat there. Um, uh, I, mean, I, I always have an opinion. <laughs> um, I just didn't necessarily <laughs> want to derail y'all's conversation. If you guys had other things that y'all wanted to go to, I'm happy to chip in but not interrupt and steal the show or anything. Yeah, well, no, we, we, we enjoy the interaction. We usually uh, go through the no- news, and then about our halfway point, we open the lines up here so that we could have, uh, if you have anything that you want to, uh, you know, say about uh, what we talked about today, you're, you're welcome to, uh, uh, we'd like to hear it, so go for it. Floor is oh, yours. Yeah. No, you guys are good. I think, honestly, just the biggest part of everything um, I mean, you guys made a lot of good points about technology and everything else. Um, I think you guys and I differ on a few political things. I tend to be more independent, leaning Democrat than more Republican. Um, And then obviously I tend to lean more towards the atheist side of things as opposed to um, theology. I'm actually Zyphos. That was in the chat yesterday. So, yes. Yeah. So my my, my name just changed, but... uh, but yeah, no, I think uh, you guys are pretty apt, and I, I think you guys have a lot of educated opinions. Um, I think probably the biggest disagreement I, could, I had with you guys today was more the uh, just the discussion on where good comes from as far as in humanity and things like that go. But me and um, the other gentleman, I, I, Scott, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, that's why I, I threw the disclaimer at. <laughs> <laughs> so disclaimer, I didn't see that. Nah, no, okay. no, I no ver- verbally I did. I was like, this is a controversial thing. If I bring it yeah, <laughs> oh, no, for sure, for sure. And I, I'm, right. I'm the type of person. Um, I actually last year came out of uh, Christianity and I've lost my faith a little bit, um, well, a lot of it. But um, but yeah, no, it absolutely is controversial. And I by no means was like trying to be um, aggressive in my statements in the chat or anything. No, we, oh, we no, no, we appreciate no, we, Yeah, yeah, uh, yes. yeah, definitely. Yeah, ra- rather you participate do, than, than, yes. than feel like you're being controversial. So, right. Yeah. No, one thing me and Scott do, if you notice our news that comes out, generally our news, we do not do mainstream news out there. Uh, stuff that mm. we have that comes in is generally off a ticker that we have boots on the ground out there. We have connections out there that uh, some of our stuff you won't even hear in the news out there. So, and we, we try and, uh, you know, like I said, it's straight up, it's black and white. When it happens, mm-hmm. it happens. We mm-hmm. throw it out there. And, uh, you know, basically our, our bit of contribution is just getting it out there straight. So that's where we roll with. Okay. So, the, and when it comes down to controversial things, we, you know, it's impossible to steer clear of all of them. Everyone has an opinion mm-hmm. on things. You know, all we can do is put out there, you know, what we see and we lay it out there. Now, when it comes to the belief part of it, that's where you guys have to make a decision. So don't ever feel like you can, you know, you're not available to, you know, express your opinion on things. You know, like I said, we put it out there straight. It's black and white and you guys have to deal with it at your own, you know, at your own uh, leisure, so to speak. You know, no. so no, we appreciate the comments. So if you had anything to say, you're welcome to it. The, the, like I said, the floor is yours right now till we move on. How's that? Um, 
Yeah, no, you're good. I think honestly, just um, I guess what I would say just in the chat, in case anyone didn't get a chance to see it, where I where I believe goodness can come from is um, in evolutionary, it shows as an advantage for people to come together and work as a team and further themselves. Um, the example I used in the chat was you see in a lot of monkey species where they'll actually outcast and kick people out of the group for things like stealing or attacking, you know, members within their tribe. And so it's just shown as an evolutionary advantage to come together as a community and help one another and that you survive more. Um, and so personally, um, I don't believe that there's necessarily a outside source of good that is put into people. I think it naturally occurs over extended periods of time. Um, I think if there was good from the outside that was put in, you'd see a lot less of the bad that you see within humanity nowadays. So I can agree with some of that. I can. Um, uh, the biggest thing, and I talk about this a lot on the show is our community involvement. And you brought up a, a great point. Uh, me and Scott had broke it down many a times over the months. Uh, what was our, our, the latest uh, community involvement was 23% out there, Scott. Right, right. And in the last like what decade it, I mean, or like over 10 years ago, it was like 60%. Correct. So, yeah, we went so from 60% like to 23% in community involvement. And it's all because of, Everyone thinking that their one vote or their one bit of outreach can't make a difference out there. They felt like, why would they even go out there? So all of a sudden we're sitting at a point to where, you know what, whoever's sitting in the chair is going to make those decisions for us. And that's where we've steered wrong big time in the U.S. nowadays. And, and it starts from the bottom. We've talked about it, Scott. You and I talked about it pretty heavily. You know, that it, it's kind of a upside-down funnel thing. It starts from the bottom. It works up. It starts from your city council meetings to, you know, get involved in school boards to, you know, uh, writing letters to the mayor to get changes to do this to get your voice heard out there, you know. And it makes such a difference that, we're at a point right now to where that's all gone. It's lost. Even in our small communities, it's gone, you know? So there's a, there's a lot of things that we can make changes on. The problem is that we have nobody that's doing it anymore. They rather just sit in the shadows and watch things go by and use the term that I hate. And you know, this Scott is the term I'm fine. F I N E. It's a horrible yeah. term. It's a horrible term. How are you doing today? Well, I'm fine. Well, no, in the background, you suck and, you know, life sucks and everything's beating you up every day, but it's okay. I'm fine. No, that's not fine. You know, things have changed. So I, I, I do like it sometimes. I know because you use it like, to like when all the, when all the ladies tell me I'm fine as hell. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm so okay agnostic, I, I I agree with you. You know, there are a lot of things that can change out there. And uh, you know what? Your your opinion is, you know, it means a lot to a lot of people out there. So make sure that you keep voicing that and get it out there because you can make changes out there. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, for sure. And I think one of the things that um, a lot of people tend to struggle with is 
not even necessarily and i see i mean living currently in oklahoma in the middle of the bible belt being atheist being democrat leaning (laughs) um you tend to be in the minority um and not necessarily racially but um in your as far as your worldview as far as your political views go things like that and i think a lot of people just depending on their state their environment they tend to shy away from speaking out because they feel Mm -hmm. like that there's going to be a mob mentality against them should they do so Um, right i mean it's it's a hard habit to break i mean i went from being you know a very conservative christian type to kind of flipping to the other end of the spectrum and what felt like you know within a couple of months and so i'm now the you know the salmon swimming upstream in comparison to my family my community everything else and i feel like there's a lot of other people who are in that same position well it can be like i said things change every day you know our lives change every day they change every moment the the difference mm-hmm. is what you're going to do with it out there you know yeah. that's that's the big question is what are you going to do with the time you do have here and that's where we are failing anymore you know, we're failing um, ourselves. One thing that I'm wanting to do, and I think it leans really well into that. I'm actually wanting to get a tattoo of a spoon on my forearm. And Mm -hmm. part of the reason for that is because I think, um, for the vast, vast, I mean, 99.99% of people, um, their impact, their change in the world isn't made by one big moment, like a Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King. It's through the small interactions they have day to day. Like they're digging their place, their mark in the world with a spoon and so i I definitely agree it's those little interactions those little moments not you know just in your day-to-day i mean the vast majority of us won't be president and pass you know these sweeping policy changes it's you know helping the old lady bring her groceries to her car or you know things like that 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 where you make your difference in the world so i agree with that i I I agree with that too i totally agree with you on that you know, the small changes that we make on a daily life, just saying hi to someone, you know, just smiling, just throwing a wave at someone that you don't even know. You know, we, we preach that here a lot that no one knows what everyone's going through in the background, you know, and you could change someone's day just by doing that, you know, just saying hi, you know, how you doing and actually mean it, you know, open the door for someone. I mean, I was down, we were down shopping just the other day. I had a door slammed in my face. I was like, you know, someone walked through the door. They're literally a foot and a half in front of me. And they didn't even hold the door. They just let it slam into my face. I'm like, come on. Of course, under my breath. Well, not even under my breath. I had to say something. I'm like, what an asshat. You know what I mean? I mean, that's just Mm -hmm. uncool. I mean, come on, have a, have a little bit of you know, something out there. We got to restore something in humanity out there because I tell you what, it's swirling the the drain. And the U.S. is just taking one big giant crap right now. Uh, Yeah, and I think think part of that largely, I mean, I'm sure you guys see it just as much as everyone else, especially being in Alaska. You guys have probably seen more inflation than I have. Um, But just, I mean, it's become dog-eat-dog more than ever out there where it's, you know, I, it's either my family gets taken care of or, (laughs) or, you know, I take out of my family's mouth to put into yours. So I, I, 
I see it from the other side, but I also definitely think, you know, it, it costs nothing to say hello. It costs nothing to hold a door open. Um, right. It costs a lot more energy to get pissed off and be angry at someone than it does, it does. just to be pleasant. <laughs> so. Yeah, it does. You're absolutely right. So, see, you've got you've got great outlook on things. You do. I try. Yeah. No, there, there's nothing wrong with it. So don't ever feel, you know, afraid to say anything. You know, that's the biggest thing out there. You know, it's a, it's a, it's it's a big difference between between being proactive in life and reactive. The proactive people try and make a difference out there. The reactive people just sit there and wait for shit to fall on them. You know, mm-hmm. wait for that house of cards to fall. And then all of a sudden they're scrambling, trying to fix things, you know. And that's the that's the problem we have out there nowadays is everyone is stuck in that mode of being reactive. You know, let's wait for something to blow up and then we'll go after it or then we'll try and fix it. You know, what about the pretense of trying to make things better before that happens? And I see it in small towns and little villages. You know, I live in a little village in Alaska of probably 120 people. I've come from the big city. I've lived in big cities you know, in the, in the lower 48, you know, Scott's in Tucson. Um, we, we, we understand that, but, uh, you know what, there's still gotta be, even if it's a large community, you still have it broken down into small communities to where you can make a difference. And that's the biggest thing that we could do out there. You know, I think, um, there was one, I forget the name of them, but it was a quote basically saying, if we want a better world, if we need a better world comprised of better nations, comprised of better states, comprised of better cities, comprised of better towns, comprised of better families, comprised of better people, something along those lines. Right. <laughs> um, where, yeah, it definitely, I mean, the, the little will blow up and affect the big. So, right. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Generosity goes a long ways. You know, that's a big thing generosity, responsibility, you know, um, participation. Uh, those are, those are three big things right there that could make, uh, that could make a lot of changes out there, but, uh, no, appreciate your comments and uh, appreciate you joining us here up on the panel. Yeah, and, uh, no problem at all. please feel free to come back. Give us a follow too. That way, you know, when we're on. Oh yeah. No. All righty. Okay. Uh, good deal good deal all right uh you're you're welcome to stay up here on the panel with us and oh, absolutely. uh we're gonna go ahead. i yeah. i actually uh i just got these pictures in and i had my next four or five things i was going to go through um but i just got these pictures in and i just don't ever see enough coverage of this um, okay this was a report that was done by amnesty international okay um, as they went into, as there are 40,000 children who, uh, are forced to be working in the mines there. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for the effort to get Western world, uh, electric cars. So this is cobalt mining. Right. And, right. um, they don't cover this because the political machine wants the electric cars to be the default. Correct. And it's part of their plan. It's part of the green, the green machine plan. And yeah. no one cares about 
what's going on there. And when I, I have told people about the slavery and the absolute horrific work conditions that people are doing so you can drive around in a car. Now, Tesla's the only one that's kind of like outside of this, this range because they try to pay attention at minimum. Right. At minimum. We've but talked about this before. All of the yeah. electric, all, everybody else who's doing electric cars does not, and they don't care. And, and the, the, the country of Congo is devastated by this because they are literally grabbing the kids or grabbing the entire family and forcing them to work in the mines. Right. So um, I will send, I will show you guys pictures of what this looks like because this is all in efforts for all of us to be comfortable. What other people in other parts of the world have to deal with on a day-to-day basis, what their lives look like. And is absolutely devastating. And Amnesty International has never really covered this before because they can't, because the people who fund them don't want this to get out. But it's at such a bad point over there. 40,000. Wow. There's 40,000 children being enslaved in the Congo right now. And we don't care. This this picture, this place that this one picture where you can see these two kids who are sitting, sitting on the ground. This is actually one of the last processing. This is how it's sifted through. This is where they get the cobalt out of the kids have to use their hands to pull the little pebbles of cobalt out of the pulverized, uh, the pulverized rock. Do me a favor. Shoot me one of those picks, will you? I'll send you, I'll send you all of them. Um, okay. Let me see if I have a, another one here. Um, yeah, this is just not going to be covered at all by anybody because they don't want you to do this. They don't want you to see, they don't want you to say, well, I don't want to support that industry because they, they promote slavery. Um, and it's just like, Ivan, welcome well, to the show. You know, so what are you supposed to do? Right. Um, here, I'll, I'll send you. Send me a couple of them there. Uh, Let's also welcome Russell. Uh, Russell, welcome to the show. Good to see you, my brother. Yeah, what's up, man? I really meant to uh, hit the heart, but I did that so much yesterday, I figured I'd actually just call in today. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good to see you, brother. Uh, I hope you... I'm rotating through our backgrounds, by the way, if you notice. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. It's good stuff, man. Um, With the Congo and stuff, unfortunately, that goes all the way up through up in the northern parts of Africa, even into like Somalia and stuff like that, where they will take kids and uh, put them to labor. Right. Or, you know, and it's a practice and, too. For and that's been going on since the 90s, before there was even, you know, electric cars. They were doing you know, our, that. Um, when I went even in the military, I right? The, uh, yeah, when I went in under Clinton, I went to Somalia and was doing relief aid for things such as that interesting i'm looking at those pictures right now agnostic did you have a comment there yeah i was gonna say i mean not to justify this at all because it's absolutely disgusting you see it in the chocolate industry coffee um I mean, just any industry where we're getting the commodity from overseas especially in some of those other you know countries it's yeah. normally children in the fruit for you so right 
it's, no, it's, it's out there everywhere, but this is one that's being pushed very hard right now here. Yeah. Bart, so welcome to the show. Missed you, th- brother. This company ended up going out of business, but there was a company that had uh, a partnership with Whole Foods grocery store that was making chocolate bars. And their whole thing was that they were providing health care and education to the slaves. Right. I remember that. So you're supposed to feel good that the slaves are at least being medically tended after slave children are being tended after and giving some sort of education for an hour or two a day. And they were trying to promote this as like, like, you know, the, the, these know-it-all people who will spend $17 for a bar of chocolate. Right. Right. Um, are supposed to feel good about that, that like our slaves are taking care of the best plantation owners gave food and shelter to their slaves so right <laughs> i mean yes but but we brag now we're bragging about it in a whole foods like that's right that's, that's a bar premium chocolate for a reason mm. that's crazy i just put that uh headline up <laughs> freaking russell one thing that <laughs> one thing i will say that makes it difficult just from a consumer perspective um my wife so my wife and i are about to have another baby and we're looking at you know just different stuff and my wife went to a uh, website that was you know ethically sourced stuff for like you know baby clothes it was 65 dollars for a onesie <laughs> how wow. how in the hell how much you're gonna spit you on and crap on yeah <laughs> Exactly. Like, how are you supposed to even make a change with your dollar whenever the ethically sourced stuff, if that even is the case, is so astronomically expensive? Right. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, No, it is. It's it's absolutely crazy. You see, that's why we always went to places like here. We got a place called Once Upon a Child. Oh, I'm I'm a member of them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. like a second-hand kind of thing where you get clothes from and everything. But yeah. uh, by the time you get the clothes, anything that was done to make those clothes or anything has already been washed like through sort of like pilot's hands, you know, um, when it goes through the first family. So by the time you get it, it's all ethical. No, I know, I know exactly yeah, what that makes you sense, mean. Though, right? <laughs> No, that once upon a child, that's a great yeah, place. Once upon a child I actually donate. Yeah, great, great place. Great yeah. place to get clothes for kids. Like they're all clean, all you know, like they're like buying them straight from a store, really. Right. A lot of times yeah. you'll have people that bought too many clothes for their uh kids and they never worn them and they'll donate them there. Yeah. I actually I actually they're part of my donation every year. I do some donations every year. Um to make a wish, uh, a few others, some children's hospitals, and also, uh, and also to them, um, because the ones here in Fairbanks, there's actually one in Fairbanks that if you are in a parent in need, that not only will they sell them to you, but they will give them to you if you need something. Um, so you know what they they do a, you know, they're not a nonprofit but they do what they can to take care of the community as well. So it's actually a pretty cool thing. They actually do that here. So like, if you don't have do money, if you go in there and you're like, look, man, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of out down and out, 
They'll give yeah. you a stroller. They'll give you a car seat. They'll give you a high chair. Um, right. They'll give you a playpen kind of stuff. They'll, they'll, if they have uh, anybody brought in diapers that haven't been opened and stuff, they'll even donate those out to people in the community. Right. They don't, they don't right. even sell them. They just collect them to donate out. So that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it is. It is. It's actually a really neat thing. Where are you at, Russ? You at the ice skating rink? I'm in my living room. My son is building an entrance on WWE 2K23. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, what the heck is that? <laughs> All right. Well, we've had some interesting. Scott just got a call. Uh, so he's taking his call right now. He'll let me know when he gets back here. But interesting stuff, stuff that we've talked about. Um, I, I put that out. You know, like I said, you won't see that in mainstream. You know, what's going on with this, uh, with the mining of cobalt and, you know, to make you know, these. Not, not even as horrific as the kids part of the cobalt mining, but the what's amount that? of diesel, the amount of diesel fuel that it has to be used in order to operate the equipment to pull right. the cobalt and stuff out of the ground is like astronomical in itself so even if they got all the consumers to run electric cars they're still going to be burning the hell out of natural or uh, fossil fuels big time in, in big order time. to because they're not going to run their equipment on electric it, it, yeah. it wouldn't work you know it wouldn't no. have the power to do what it needs to do we've talked about how well electric work vehicles work here in alaska um yeah no they are not uh they've tried um we've even had school buses that have even tried up here what they were three months out of the year uh they that's about it uh <laughs> they got one that they tested over the winter and barely got 80 miles on it and took over 20 hours to recharge yeah, so and that's one of their most advanced ones that they have so it couldn't even complete a full route, right. you know, yeah, for the school system. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, just well. To, just What's to that? Play devil's just to play devil's advocate as far as um, the child labor aside, um, yeah. to, just to play devil's advocate on the uh, burning of the fossil fuels. Some would say that it's a uh, short-term discomfort for long-term gain. Yeah. Um, obviously, I mean, we, we need to spend some energy to get that out of the ground. Um, so right. you could try and justify that. Obviously, there's no reason to justify sending children into holes to get what you want. Right. I could see the fossil fuel argument, though. Um, and right. yeah, I mean, obviously in areas, I mean, I'm sure Phoenix, Arizona and Alaska are two areas where cobalt and lithium batteries are not i mean i used to repair cell phones and there's two things that are detrimental to a cell phone battery and that's heat and cold right um, so if, if you're not living in you know very the perfect condition climate, so to speak it, yeah exactly you're gonna be <laughs> spending thousands of dollars every two years to replace the battery in that car or that car not holding much of a charge right exactly and that's the biggest thing that we have here is they pretty much don't, you know, it's, it's the technology just isn't there. You know, it's just not there. Um, and I can't, I can't see it getting there anytime in the future, but yet we're pushing it so hard in have the U S right the, now. Have you seen the advancement in graphene batteries? 
Yes, I have. So were were they charging seconds and last for hours? Yes. I, yes. I feel like that would probably be the closest, and we're really not going to make any headway until that's mainstream, honestly. Right. And think about, okay, now the biggest thing is, is the cost effectiveness of those batteries. You know, we're talking, we're talking cars that are going to, we already got electric cars that are a hundred thousand bucks. Right. So now we're going to talk into moving into 250 to $300,000 vehicles. So how can you justify that? Well, and that's where, I mean, with cell phones even so, the latest, whenever I worked in cell phone repair, the latest and greatest cell phone would come out. The screen would cost $500 just to replace the screen on it. Uh, right. Three years later, though, you could get that screen for 100 So I think absolutely whenever the technology is new and the manufacturing isn't efficient and cheap enough to get it done quickly, it's absolutely. But 10, 20 years from now, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. 50 maybe. years is probably a more accurate estimate. So. Right. Well, I know, well, I know they're um, with battery hey, technology. The show, uh, what's up? Um, I know like solid state batteries are going to be a big thing. And as far as like like lithium ion batteries go, I don't know if it's actually a lithium ion battery or something else, but the amount of cobalt and lithium that are going to be in these batteries are very minuscule compared to what they were. They're using all different other types of uh, metals and stuff like nickel, not nickel, uh, not the old school ones. It's another. One. I just saw a video on You're this man, like nickel last metal week. hydrides, the old school. Yeah. No, no, not them, not those. There's no, no, that's newer technologies. That that, right. Yo, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right, correct. Yeah. Um, there's there's some new technologies, but the only problem is that they're like in the beginning stages of new. So by the time they get mainstream, you got to be looking at at least five years, I'd imagine, at the uh, on the short end. Yeah. Yeah. Gato, welcome to the show. Um, no, I, I, I see what you mean. We've already pushed, right? Uh, what is it? Ford NGM both came out by 2025. They'll be all electric. Um, the whole lineup. That That's what they've said. I think it was I like, no, no, combu- like with combustion, no combustion engines. Or- yeah. I think it was uh GM that came out. Maybe it was Ford. One of them came out. And said, I know right, GM signed a deal with uh, with their other company that was a scam, Nikola. Yeah, a guy who was coming out with trucks, and right. they, they they had signed a deal with him. But they but somehow they're still involved in one of them. Um, Thank you, Bart. The battery makers, the, whatever company. I, I man, my memory shot, but. Bottom line is, whatever companies that Nikola was supposed to be using to make their batteries, GM is bought into that company. Basically, right. owns that company now to produce their batteries. Yeah, because um, they, they're the ones. Uh, he just confirmed. Mark <laughs> just put it out there. It was GM that said by 2025 that uh, right. they would be all electric. So non no engine. I heard Toyota has a new technology that it's it's a combustion engine, but off of hydrogen though. It doesn't it doesn't use hydrogen to run like a battery or run run anything. It's something else, some other new technology with hydrogen. It was. I That's did not, see something on that. You uh, saw that? Yeah, I saw it like a week ago, man. I the can't problem is was what they came across was the safety issues of it. Well, of it being yeah, like I, a like a rolling fireball. You know, if something pretty much, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's it's just that's just 
Come on, you got a couple like bugs are going to work out. down the road. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, think about it. Uh, you know, I mean, it was bad enough in the old days when we when we had uh, vehicles. I don't know if you remember uh, when PDs went out there and uh, tried to go all LPG gas, basically propane, and they were having problems because of uh, the Crown Vicks. They were mounted in the rear along with the fuel tanks as well, before them putting safety tanks in them. But uh, when the vehicles were running on gas and they would get rear-ended, say in doing uh, high-speed pursuits or this or that, they were blowing up. Wasn't that like the Ford Pinto? Wasn't that like infamous for that or something? No, no, you you're know? talking about the Flamin' Fiero, Pontiac Fiero. Is that, that it? Yeah, a- I know. I remember hearing about them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, it was very... Uh, you know, the, where where the tank was located was extremely dangerous. We got rammed. Yeah, Bart put out there, eh, it's probably fine. <laughs> There's yeah, that the, yeah. fine. The, the worst <laughs> part about a Ford Pinto was it felt, you felt like you were riding around on a steel frame golf uh, go-kart. Is that what it was? Go-kart. I know, yeah, I know there's something about the Pinto. <laughs> the yeah, gremlin and horrible AMC steering. And, and yeah. it, was just, it was like you're riding around on a go-kart steel frame. No cushion huh. on the seat. Yeah. Agnostic, you you put it out there. Putting the cart before the horse in regards to electric vehicles for sure. Exactly. Um, it's uh, It's been pushed so hard. By the way, Susie, thank you for the gifts up here. All of us up on the panel just received gifts. Thank you, dear. Um, it's thank just uh, it's uh, one of those things that, you know, um, eh, I, I don't know where to go with it. They're pushing so hard for this. Look at where Cal- what California has done just over the last few years. I mean, I talked about this the other day about California emissions, right? California emissions push so hard as a state. Now, now every car maker is basically making every vehicle with California emissions through every state. So not only did it shit on California, but it also did, you know, around the country. So basically, you know, uh, Alaska. Okay, let's talk about Alaska for a minute. We're talking a a state that's, uh, you know, minimum of two times the size of Texas, almost three times the size of Texas with only a population of six to 700,000 people. We don't have the problem with emissions here. We don't have a problem with clean air quality. Okay, but yet they have attacked this area for the same reason. Now you can basically run a vehicle here with straight pipe if you wanted to here in Alaska. Um, do I agree with that? I'm kind of an old gasser guy. I'm telling you what, I mean, I spent, I spent three months, you know, building a brand new bike this year and the crap that I pulled off this thing was just amazing. I'm surprised this bike even ran, you know. Um, but I see that I we see trends that are happening. Like I said, what California did just affected every state in the U.S. Um, is it good? Mm, no, you know. I mean, I I think that uh, there's too much control out there. To be honest with you, I mean, how uh, how about? Uh, now, we did talk about how some of these vehicles won't even run with the stuff pulled off of them. 
anymore because of the way that they're built, you know. Um, but I just I don't Man, know. They throw it's kind of up in the air. A car will throw a code if you mess with it. Exactly. You can't even work on your own exactly. car. Right, and if you have to do if you have to do inspections on your car, which a lot of states do, we don't do it here. Um, I know a lot of states do inspections or emissions testing. Yeah. How about the emissions testings, right? If you have a state that has an yeah. emissions test, they do if the North lights Carolina, on, do they? Yeah. If you have a if you have a check engine light on, you automatically fail. So that's how it works nowadays. You know, Retro 64, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, Bart, California is a cancer. Build a wall and keep them away. <laughs> interesting, interesting. Yes, Colorado does. I know they do. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, it's just one more way to, to make money. Oh, Susie actually put it out there. Hey, Elgato, let's uh, bring Elgato up here. Excuse uh, here we go. me, California's a cancer. Ah! <laughs> Wait a sec. Should I do this right, Gato? Should I should I give you an intro? What do you think? Sure. You yes. want you want an intro? Yes. We, we, can do that. we can do that. Let's yeah. No, no, no. Let's let's work better than that. Let's see here. Let's do this. Uh here we go. There you go. What do you think, Gato? Yeah. <laughs> In the city. There you go, Gato. I knew I'd get to singing, man. <laughs> and that is right. We do know how to party. I'm sorry for the emissions, people, but hey, you know what? Right. I grew up in SoCal, so you know that. I mean, but it's we still California the, anymore. You know what's funny is it? To right, keep you out. <laughs> we don't want any new people. We we already have the people we want. We'll keep you out, sir, in the chat. How about that? Unless, unless you come from across the border and they work to build in. that wall. That's the problem, Gato. You can't afford you, to build that wall. Do you understand? We have more people than Australia. We have more people than a lot of countries. California. Yeah, because they can't afford to leave. <laughs> Well, California is going to build the wall and make the rest of the U.S. pay for it. <laughs> right. There you go. There you go. Your population is by default, the man. South That's the best place on it. earth to be homeless. We're going we're gonna to build <laughs> a wall place. and make the South pay for it. How about that? <laughs> South Carolina, to be specific. <laughs> Dude, y'all still trying to get restitution from the South. Good luck. <laughs> Uh, we, we don't want that. Oh, we man. We avocado money. We got orange money. We got a lot of money. No, Anyways. the oranges have actually gone down, Gato. Ever since they wiped That's out true. all the all the big uh, orange uh, groves in, yeah, in Red right. and San Bernardino, you're right. You're right. man, right. Sunkiss pulled out of there big time. Hey, I was going to tell you about the emissions and stuff you are talking about with cars. You have people over here that live in Charlotte, and yeah. they'll, they'll buy property in Fort Mill and TJK. And then just rent it out just so they can have the South Carolina address for all their property taxes and emission well, tests and all that stuff. Like they don't have to get emissions on their cars because all their cars are licensed in South Carolina. Their property taxes are cheaper because they put all the cars and stuff in 
under South Carolina, but they do that a lot up here. Yeah. No, I, I actually used to pull it in Arizona. Lived in Maricopa County, but had a residency up in uh, <laughs> up in Prescott. Right, right. So, guess what? <laughs> I had it <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it works. It works. You laugh with your life. I yeah. don't even know why we're laughing. Yeah, it's just part of it. Uh, you, you just get the emissions. Sato, you know as well as I do, man. California, man, they, they just pinch you in a vice till there's nothing left. It's true. You know? I mean, I mean, there are some negatives, but man, California is so gigantic. You know this from San Diego all the way to yeah. Sacramento. It's just yeah. packed. But it's yeah. pretty. It's nice, guys. Don't don't believe what they tell you. Don't believe the rhetoric. Again, I tell you, it's the best place on earth to be homeless. It really has to be nice if you're spending three hours in rush hour. True. That's, that's Los Angeles. It's not like the... Oh, you know, uh, yeah. The 5 and the 10 going into L.A. or even the 405 sneaking in there. Yeah, you got 10 lanes on each side and but it's still bumper to bumper. That's, that's the beauty of it. From San Diego, like the song says, from San Diego to the Bay. Yeah. It's 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 just all it's all covered, man. We have that yeah. many people, man. So if you guys ever want to go to war, state to state. <laughs> just <laughs> Arizona's just waiting for you guys to fall off into the ocean. San Andreas cracks. You guys are done. I mean, if I still owned property in Mesa, Arizona, I'd have beachfront property, man. <laughs> uh, don't believe that crap. Listen, you can hold your fingers cross and everything that ain't gonna happen okay and if yeah. it does well we'll be an island <laughs> california island surf's up dude <laughs> yeah, an island or atlantis one of the two one or the other atlantis singing yeah sinking to the bottom <laughs> what uh eric put out here another thing about california is criminals who go on their shoplifting sprees don't have to spend the night in jail oh yeah well that's a big change out there anymore oh uh, yeah i don't know about that but uh oh no yeah, there's that... no holding policy anymore it's uh it's uh-huh. basically pr and summons so guess what in california <laughs> yeah yep hmm. sure is maybe i live in the nice part but uh, no. <laughs> if I, yeah, if I said, what do you know? Come on, Gato. You know I know, brother. <laughs> I don't live in the middle of Hollywood. You ain't in the hood or anything. You're not like East no, LA or down the valley. No, no, I mean, no, no, I know no, where I'm you're not. at. Oh yeah. You're not oh, like yeah. you're not like skimming the sidewalks anybody. in Burbank or anything. So don't tell you know. anybody. Don't dox me. I'm not going to, man. I, I'm not. I won't throw it you've out there. The <laughs> you've seen the analytics where I'm calling from or down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know exactly where you is. <laughs> hey, Scott, are you back with us, by the way? Let me see if Scott made it back with us because we're uh, coming up on time here. I got a lot of stuff to do today. Uh, we're going to be doing. Uh, I'm going to be doing some shows on the road. Uh, we're going to have some fun with that. Uh, me and Susie are taking off on Saturday on a road trip. We're going to go wandering through Alaska. We're going to have some points that we're going to be stopping in, of course. And, uh, I'm going to be working on taking with me a mobile studio. I'm actually going to take one of my boards here out of the studio with me and, uh, some mics and even some, a couple remote mics 
that if we catch someone walking through uh, wherever we're staying or camping out, uh, that they'll be able to join us live on the air. Uh, we're going to try and continue as business as normal here at the Pulse, uh, but we're going to have a lot of fun with it. Uh, I've never done a remote thing like that. I'm one of those that can't run a show off a phone, so just let you know. I'm old school studio guy. I touch my phone. I tried to do it couple times on from my phone and i absolutely screwed it up horribly shep said uh shep and russell said they were going to teach me though so i don't know <laughs> can you guys teach this old guy new tricks russell what do you think i think i say stick I with I the lost. computer because it sounds better it does yeah it does sound oh better. i know yeah no, it, no. it does but we may give it a shot there uh, we got some great things happening this weekend. Uh, for those that didn't hear our new spot, I'm going to go ahead and play that now. Let's go ahead and do a quick commercial here. I'm going to give them one more spot today because they need it. Uh, good old Ninana, uh, the Ninana Depot. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and talk about them afterward real quick. Let me go ahead and play this commercial. Enjoy everybody. Let's do it. This show brought to you by the historic Nanana Rail Depot, Museum, and Bed and Breakfast. Built in 1922, located at 900 A Street, Nanana, Alaska. This museum focuses on the history of the Alaska Railroad, the growth through the years, and how it has supported many small communities along the rail belt and beyond in Alaska. At the depot, you'll find Alaska Rail History, an amazing gift shop hosting locally made jewelry, art, and gifts. In addition to the museum, you can stay in one of the depot's three available rooms upstairs, the Brakeman Suite, the Harding Suite, or even the Engineer's Suite. Get on board with the Nanana Depot, where you are one whistle stop away from Alaska Rail history and what is historic Nanana, Alaska. For more information on the Nanana Rail Depot or reserving a room, give them a call at 907-371-5588 and tell them your friends at the Pulse sent you. All righty. I'm so jealous. That's a new spot, Nanana Depot. I'm so jealous of your voice, man. You know what? I, <laughs> I wish I was that big fat octopus and little mermaid, and I'm going to steal your voice. That's what I'm going to do. Okay? <laughs> oh man, I, 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 I'm not even. I, 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 all I can say is thank you, Gato. I will take that as a thank you. How's that? <laughs> thank you miss Susie, for the gifts for myself and everyone up here on the panel uh we all appreciate that just a reminder this weekend again i'm gonna throw it out again this saturday july 15th is the centennial of the completion of the alaska railroad happening in ninana alaska it's all starting uh at 9 a.m there with the opening of a time capsule that is 101 years old and it's going to be pretty cool out there they're going to do a flyover from Ilson air force base along with Governor Dunleavy is going to be there. Uh, they're going to be driving a gold spike out there. Uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, yep, we already threw her out. You weren't on the air when Jane was on, Eric. Uh, it's uh, Karate Jane's birthday. We already gave her a birthday wish as well. And uh, there's going to be something happening this weekend for her. All right. Uh, since we got some great people. What's that? What do you mean they're driving a golden spike? What are they, what are they doing? Putting it to the ground? Yes, uh, it's actually connecting the two rails. 
together where they're they're actually going to pull the spike uh where it was actually connected at and drive a cold uh gold spike in there uh for the commemoration yeah i got you it's probably not real gold or solid gold but, I'm about uh, to say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. going to say, I'm on my gone. way, bro. Yeah, yeah. Gato's like, piss on it. You guys ain't getting your packages go today. Figure, I'm on my way to Alaska. Guy from LA goes, go steal <laughs> that thing, you know? <laughs> Just think, maybe you could roll on some 20s. You'll find someone sitting on 20s, Jeez, Gato, with some spinners. Gold teeth and gold chain and all that stuff. People are going to be like, damn, how'd you get so rich? Well... I, I stole I'm here. Welcome to the show. <laughs> Gold Rush 2023, bro. That's right, right, right. All right. Let's go ahead and wind this out. Gato, do you have any uh, fine, uplifting words for everyone out here today uh, that's listening to the show? Hey, Gato, it's you. Uh, what is Mike taking? Oh, there you are. Matrix for a second. Love your life and uh, enjoy your life. Absolutely. <laughs> no, and watch out for emissions in uh, in life. California, Gato. There you oh, go. Crap. There you go. Much better. Go. Thank uh, you for joining us, Gato. It's always good to see you, brother. Don't be a stranger. All righty, uh, let's go ahead and uh, Shep, you got some final words for today? Uh, yeah, live, laugh, love. Live, laugh, and love. There you go. The good old three L's. All right, Russell, you got some uh, final words for everybody today? Go grab some fried chicken and a sweet Mountain Dew from KFC. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. The sweet lightning, baby. Had one the other day, man. <laughs> Thank you for Russell for joining us, man. Agnostic, do you got some final words for everyone here today? Yeah, keep digging with your spoon. And to quote David C. Smalley, drive like you know each other. Hey, there you go, brother. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Appreciate you being up on the panel and engaged in the chat with everyone. Uh, thank you, and please come back, brother. Uh, Scott, are you back with us or are you off the air? I think he may be still on that phone call. Uh, I want to thank everyone on the panel. Uh, Gato, it was great having you. Shep, uh, Russell, Agnostic, and uh, Scott, thank you as well. I got some final words for you as well out there. You know what? Forgive yourself for your faults and your mistakes and just move on. Work hard and silence in the background, man. Just let your success be your noise out there. I can definitely go with that one. Let's go ahead and roll this thing out. All right. We can do that. It's been a great day here. Let's just keep that great day going. What do you think? All right, here we go. First of all, I want to thank you all for joining us here at the Pulse Headline News. You're not so normal news show. Had a great day today. Great conversation. Great people in the room. I want to thank Jane for being here. Uh, wow, Jane's back with us. Happy birthday, Jane. Coming up on you this Sunday. Elgato, thank you for being here. Paul, the big gun, Retro 64. Shane, the bald guy, all the way from Kansas, Stan. Love you, brother. 
We also got Shep in the room. Uh, let's see here. We got plenty of peeps in here. We got Bart. Bart, I've missed you, brother. Good to have you back. Uh, Susie, our executive producer's in here. Agnostic, thank you for joining us as well. Humble Dog, double O-N, the king of overnight podcasting. That's right. Outside of normal, he's here with us as well. Mr. T, good to see you, brother. Hope you're staying cool up there in Prescott, dude. Uh, Doc Man out there. Thanks, Doc, for being with us today and riding with us today. Miss Dixie, love you, girl, and congratulations on being a fan of the month for June here at The Pulse. Also, we got the podfather in here, Eric, Mr. Eric Kirk himself. Thank you, brother, for being here. All right, let's talk about some podcasts. We'll be back tomorrow morning with the headline news, 10 a.m. Alaska time, 2 p.m. Eastern. Also, we got uh, check out the Old Man's podcast tomorrow. He'll be on 6 a.m. Alaska time, 10 a.m. Eastern. Along that is his double show Friday for him. Check out the Old Man's podcast also tomorrow evening, 7 p.m. Uh, 7 a.m. or 7 p.m. Shit, I'm gonna get it out one way or the other. 7 p.m. Pacific time, 10 p.m. Eastern, uh, with his. Uh, after dark show gonna be fun also uh like i said make sure you check out the outside of normal uh the shep shack give him a click and a like amber may show uh she's a big supporter here make sure you check out the amber may show uh humble dogs in the room make sure you give him a click and a follow go check out the humble dog he's got some shows out there as well hanny j is going to be doing a show uh this sunday uh, for Miss Karate Jane out there. So be on the lookout for Hanny J and the TRL, along with Caps, K A P Z, my brother from across many ponds out there. Uh, he's got some shows going as well. Thank you for the gifts, Miss Susie, out there. Uh, thank you, everyone. Russell, you got anything else to say while you're here? I figured since you uh, said check there, me out tonight, man. I'll be on tonight. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Check out Outside of Normal. He'll be coming on 6 p.m. Alaska time, 10 p.m. Eastern out there. Plus, give him a click and a follow. He also spots some other shows in there. Also, don't forget the trivia contest is starting tomorrow on the Old Man's Pod show as well. I was uh, yours truly here was the winner last month. Uh, so I am ineligible, but you guys all are. And uh, make sure you give that a shot. Get in there. Be part of the Old Man's Podcast. And, uh, yeah, that's right. Miss Donna won, too. My sister, Miss Donna. I want to thank all those 36 countries for listening to the pulse out there we appreciate everything you do if you want to find out more about us here check out our website at pulsealaska.com also make sure you give us a click and a follow there give us some likes on the way through our fan club is growing if you're not part of the fan club out there go ahead and click on my icon now you're able to join the fan club we appreciate you guys being a part of the fan club because it boosts our engagement big time uh we held the number one spot for june last month uh coming all the way through here on podbean which was absolutely amazing thank you all for the support for doing that uh help out all those other creators out there that are in the top 20 out there outside of normal caps uh to ourselves thank you we appreciate it i got one more song for you guys on the way out i got one more word for you be safe and be kind to each other out there from myself denali burrow brett along with tucson scott and miss Susie, our executive producer have a great day out there and we'll see you all tomorrow and rolling out there on the bean enjoy
It's the perfect time of year Somewhere far away from here I'd feel fine enough, I guess Considering everything's a mess There's a restaurant down the street Where hungry people like to eat I could walk, but I'll just drive It's colder than it looks outside Like the dream you shut up, but it's gotten and you're trying to scream it, it only comes out as the on when you're trying to see the one beyond your front door. Take your time, cause the way I'm gonna make you smile when you realize that a guy buys a night they go out just to try to figure out what all this is for. It's the perfect time of day. Sprinkler on the lawn And run through with my gym shorts on Take a drink right from the hose And change into some drier clothes Climb the stairs up to my room Sleep away the afternoon like a dream you try to remember but it's gone Then you're trying to scream but it only comes out as on When you're trying to see the world beyond your front door Take your time so well, I'm gonna make you smile When you realize that a guy might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Finish me, finish me Cause I'm still asleep God, tell me that I'm still asleep on an evening such as this. It's hard to tell if I exist. Pack the car and leave this town. Notice that I'm not around. I could hide out under there I just made you say underwear I could leave but I'll just stay All my stuff's here anyway Like you keep me trying to remember but it's gone Then you're trying to scream but it only comes out as the arm When you're trying to see the one beyond your front door Take your time to wait how long you make you smile When you realize that you got my side might take a while Just to try to figure out what all this is for Try to figure out what all this is for Try to see the one beyond your front door That's all, folks.